Discover new mind and body hacks to thrive as a human today. The Institute for Aliveness is here to teach you all the things you never learned in school. From talking poop, sex, childhood trauma, emotional intelligence, psychedelics, and of course, fasting and food. This is a podcast that changes lives. Join your host, Dr. Andrea Page, as she travels seven continents to find the most captivating, impactful humans for you. In this episode of the podcast, it's my great pleasure to invite uh, someone who I connected with at the Bali Vegan Festival many years ago. And he's working in Germany and has been working for a long time, first trained as a, an MD, a medical doctor, and later going into a more holistic purviews. And he has worked for many years as a psychosomatics practitioner. Now, these are few and far between. You don't often find someone in the world who's doing direct work in clinic with psychosomatics. And so here Dave talks to us about his work, about trauma, about embodiment, and about how to understand health as a whole and the patterns that he sees in the people that he works with. I think you'll enjoy. So, so I remember you guys being Western trained MDs and she told me that you, she was practicing as naturopath first and now is obviously practicing Ayurveda and like you went into more psychological, clinical, psychosomatic route. And um, I think that's my first question is that this is something really innovative in many ways to be able to take someone trained in allopathy and Western medicine. Yes. you know, after med school, do something completely different. What was your thought process around that? Or how did you open even to doing something different or seeing that that was a possibility? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I think it started because I worked before I got MD as a nurse on an intensive care unit for cardiac surgery. Okay. And there come a lot of patients with myocard infarct, with heart attacks and yeah, it was so connected to their lifestyle. And in the Western medicine, they all, they need to fix the symptoms and they don't care a lot of the origin of the issues. And so for me, was the question, what was the different lifestyles can be enhance your, your health? And for this kind of patients, it was very difficult to understand how the life circumstances, the habits are connected to their health issues. And I asked for me, okay, what can I bring to them that they get more beware or more aware of their, of their constitution, of bringing them to, the, to a way of living more connected with their inner, inner parts? Mm-hmm. Because the inner parts often irritated because we are in so busy society. Nobody, nobody can, can go around for taking care of themselves, mm-hmm. only take care of others. But I think it's very important to take more care of the, of the inner parts to get more balanced in life. And so the health also would be more balanced in, in this way. And then I asked, okay, what can I do? So I got to the naturopathic way. So it was more connected to nature, to our origins. And also Ayurveda includes more, more the way just of the body symptoms and includes the mental health, the, the soul purpose also. And I was so interested because in my, in my way of education, I got some 
education in in a psychosomatic hospital and they they showed up that there's a a close connection to the naturopathic way and the yeah the mindfulness also mm. and so i was so interested to getting more involved in this process how can you for example the inner child work and it's so interesting what what you can find out of yourself mm. if you get more more deeper down to the tissues of your of your soul of your mental of your mental your ability to to feel what you need from day to day different and i i found this hospital where i worked at the time they got a very good good treatments where i feel more connected it's because it's hydrotherapy it's movement it's dance therapy it's music therapy there are a lot of a lot of different ways to to treat the human being to get more and more connected to feel uh, what i need today is it more calm is it more restitute or something or is it more they are more strengthen the body of muscles but there are different ways to to fit this but the, the patients need a lot of time because when you got a broken arm, it needs six to two months that you get at your at your ability to move it without problems. But the, the mental health takes more longer because there are the origins going back in the in the childhood, and the childhood is so is so impressive time because you got new experience. You get role models of your parents, yeah. and then you get yeah, a lot of influence of this, and that's the reason why the people are aren't connected to their themselves because they don't realize what the their experience in the youth will will change in their adult life. And so, for me, it's very important to to bring the people to to together. And feeling what's important in their lives. And how do you do that? All right, it's, it's different parts. I think for me, it's very, very important to know to get connected with the patients, with with their histories, and it's a lot of you know, talking sessions, for one, head to head, and then I I ask them what's 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 the mood of the day. That's for me the important question. From the beginning of such of such a session, because when you're in a in a little bit yeah, unstable mood, you're feeling a lot of pain to talk about issues from the past, of experience, of of some critical moments in life, and so it needs very yeah, it's slow down and go very just little steps. In this direction, where they are, where they realize, okay, I got some trauma from my parents because they they treat me not very well, and so I I explore with them together the way how they can feel now with the circumstances of the past. It's very, it's it's a little bit difficult to explain, but there are perhaps, for example, there are a way that you 
I don't know if you heard about Hakumi. Hakumi is a kind of psychosomatic bodywork. And at first, from the session, you connected them with their awareness. They, they just have to sit on the chair, close the eyes, and then just ask them how they feel. And they are aware of their, of their sitting bones on the chair. And then you go and make lagging a scanning through the body. And you ask them, where is the, the hardest part of your body? And they feel, feel it's very often they call the heart, mm. the heart region. And they feel, oh, okay, there it's like a, like a cold stone in this, in this heart center. And then I asked them, okay, what, what kind of color maybe got this region? And so they said, okay, it's, it's very dark. And so you explore and explore and you get down deeper in the, in the, in the levels where mm -hmm. they feel connected to me to open up and talk about the issues. It's very, it's very often painful for them to talk about these issues because they feel not very wealthy. They feel sick and poor. They got so much yeah, anxiety also. And so it's, yeah, it's not easy to, to go in this process if you are not really ready. And if you don't want to change something, it's very hard to get involved in this. And the other way, we got some talking, talking circles with 12 patients. And then at, at first for me, it's the, it's the activating. So I make some movements with them to get more easier in the spine level. Because if you're stuck in the, in the lower parts, you're also stuck in the head. So yeah. it's very important to, to get more relaxed in this part. And after that, we get in conclusion. What topic of today we will discuss sometimes is yeah, borders, borders of thinking or, or other ways of self-consciousness because there's often the lack of self-consciousness. And so we, we discuss it in a very, in a very easygoing way. So everybody can, can, can give a, can give a speech of their own life. And so everybody of these patients see and feel what the other presents to them. And that's a very, a very great effort to see I'm not alone with my issues. There are a lot of people around me with the same issues. And maybe I can learn something from their experience, which they got in their life. And so they say, okay, it's easy. He solved his part. Maybe I can also solve my part, but it takes time. We got two of the sessions a week for four weeks. And so it's a, it's a slow process. Mm. I'm really interested specifically also because of where we are right now in the general course in TIFA. We're yes. about 11 months in, 10, 11 months in. Um, and that's really the time when people start popping and coming to a higher level of consciousness yeah. if if they put their armor down and if they you know just like actually feel and reflect to their own childhood rather than continuously look outside and um yeah we're we're, we're seeing some patterns culturally and, and other ways and um you had said something about but people have to be ready 
And so what I want to ask you are what are the embodied symptoms of someone who is not ready? Ooh, that's, that, that's a good question. I think if you got a, if, if you got in mind or if you got in your head that you, that you just have to, to maintenance the, the circumstances around you, it's, it's hard for them to, to get in the inner work because mm -hmm. they, they got the impression or they got the, the feeling, okay, I have to change all the things around me, but not me myself. And so I, I asked them what, what they expect at the beginning of the session. Mm -hmm. And then you, you hear what they, what they need to, to talk about. And if a person is not really ready, they say often, okay, the others, the others are yeah, responsible for my health. The others are giving me no time for, for rebalancing. That's a good part. And it's very important that they can, can talk out this, this way of thinking. But when I, when I want to explain what we do next, I, yeah, I explain them. You have to be open for change. And this open for change means you think, you think your, your old system should be renewed, re renewed with believing sentence. It's often the believing sentence that the people come with. So they say, okay, um, one believing sentence that I heard very often is, um, my work is so hard and my work is responsible for my symptoms, for my body issues, but they don't respect their own, their own strength. They, 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 they feel weak. They feel very weak and they say, okay, I can't change. I, my work has to change, but not me. And, and if they are not really, really ready to change their their way of thinking, how they can yeah, anticipate th this way, it's very difficult for them to to start it. Mm. So there's and not that there's not really a really reason where you can say this person is ready or not. It's more during the talk you you feel okay, is it ready or not? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and when someone's making that change, as you just said, the change in their thinking, yes. what, is, what does that look like in how you're working with them and their body? And how do you guide that process? A big question. Yeah, that's a big question. I think they should be at the beginning. I, I start with to be grateful for their, for their way, for their decision to want to change something because that that's the first step if you are not not really aware why you should change your way of thinking or your way of life it's very hard to change something because your your aim your goal is not very very clear and when i when i want to to get in touch in this way i ask them what's there is the, the, the wish question. And the wish question concludes or includes when you wake up tomorrow and there will be a wonder happen, 
what would be changed? And then the people all, always think, okay, what would be changed? And sometimes, and sometimes they they answered, okay, if a weather will happen tomorrow, I would realize in when I got no pain in my body. Mm. And so you can you can start every session with this kind of question. So you see what the big topics are. And pain is a, also a lot of issue in the psychosomatic way. There are a lot of chronic pain patients. And mm -hmm. so they want, for, for them, it's, it's a wonder when they wake up without pain. But the pain is also an expression of an inner pain. And this kind of inner pain is so is so hard to solve because they have to let go something. And if they want to let go something, you have to to welcome something new. And that's that's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. This year my my dedicated study on a somatic level has been to the practice of dearmoring, which is yes. a, a very new field. Um, but it's really looking at the hardening in the body and the armors that have been created in the psychosoma. Um, and when we take like a really actual relaxed position and we feel, we allow our nervous system to come to a state of parasympathetic restoration so much that we're, we allow ourselves to open up and we allow our physiology to change. And, and this is such a huge part of, of, I feel all the work. Yes. Um, and that's speaking to us in every moment. That's, yeah. that's a good point, of course. Mm. And in terms of specific illnesses, like you, you can think of Louise Hay kind of work or um, German New Medicine, for example, I'm sure you've been exposed to um, yeah, the work of Dr. Hammer. Um, do you do psychosomatics like this or is it more generalized, just embodiment, psychosomatic work? Or it's, I think it's a combination of that. I think it's a combination. Um, the body work is also very important to get, to get closer to their, to their goals. But also I, I mentioned it, the inner work, the inner child work. Is, is a big part of that because if you if you would say you got hundreds of parts which to be have to be seen in your your inner parts there are something uh, one part is the the part who is always criticize you yes and it doesn't matter what you do it's always it's always with you. He said, okay, you are not good enough. You are not very well at it. And to anticipate this one, you, you have to bring another part on the, on, the, on the stage, which says, okay, you are very critical with your behavior, but it's, a, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's no problem that you are things in this way. It's very important. That the parts have to be balanced. If the if the part who criticize very often, you need another part who say, okay, that's that's no problem. You will you will solve it. And the other part is also like a that's the calling the inner child work. When you got the inner child, a little part of you which which was yeah confronted with with some 
traumas in your childhood, you have to look at it, okay, what kind of trauma happened in the, in the past? And then you are able to, to change this inner part to get more strength in it. A lot of, uh, many topics are a concern to anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah, anxiety. And that's, that's very, that's very, that's very hard part because the, the fear is also keeping a lot of, a lot of process stuck on one level and to, to elevate them in their process, you have, yeah, you have to, to give them a very safe surrounding that they can face their fear. And if they are feeling very safe, they can look at it. What, what's, what's the topic of the fear? Why is the fear always so present in my life? And then you can say, okay, there's also an inner part which represents the fear, which is always like a, it's very bossy in this way. Yes. The, the fear always say, okay, it's not safe. It's not safe when you go outside. Oh, it's not safe concerning your, your job. Your job is not safe. Your relationship is not safe. It's always in your, in, in your mind. And it's very, it's very hard to, to shut them off. Mm. And do you think that that process is possible online? Like, do you think it's possible? Yes. Meeting regularly, not having an actual space? Yes, of course. Yeah. I think it, it's, it's depending on, on the way how you work when you are weary, when you are not so, so pushy in this way, when you give the time for the process, um, it's also on online. It's no problem, I think. Mm. Mm, beautiful. Okay. Anything else you want to share about psychosomatics or about your work? Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I I met a I met a guy who who gave me one sentence: pleasure instead of pressure. And, and this sentence is so important because we feel so much pressure to go into process. You are, you are so often hurry up that you can't give you enough time for getting steps forward. And the psychosomatic work is, is a, is a, is a kind of, of change which needs a, a lot of time. So, I, I always want to, to spread it, be patient with you, be very kind with you and be grateful that you are, make this decision for changing something. And if, if I give my patients no, no hope, no, no possibility to grow in their process, the patients won't see his own process. So I'm like a mirror for them that I give them a lot of support, a lot of, yeah, good, good feelings. And these feelings are so important because when you woke up in the morning and feeling so depressed, because depression is also a big topic in the psychosomatic way, um, you can't see any, any good moments in your in your daily life but if you 
if you mention them that there are just the little signs in your life which which bring the light back they are more more and more able to see this small lights and that's that's very important mm. Mm. i'm trying to reconcile pleasure in the concept of going into childhood trauma like those two things seem almost mutually exclusive in a way yes unless someone has such a value structure around self-growth and self-work and has past experience that they know that the other side of going through this painful process will be pleasurable but otherwise <laughs> i don't see <laughs> yeah. uh, i think you know this this rolling word um no pain no gain yeah and it's a very hard it's a very hard sentence because it means okay um the only way for solving something is pain but that's not right i think i think it's like pain of growing when you when you grow up and the bones get more and more bigger and grow there are sometimes some growing pain and that's also in the in the self development process there's also this kind of pain yeah super familiar with that mm. Mm. hey did you know that it's enrollment season at tifa that means that we are currently seeking headhunting looking for potentially you that means that we start every January, the first week of January, our enrollment for our 18-month program. This is our deep dive. It is the highest course at Tifa. It is the advanced course and the finishing course, the finishing school, if you will, for high-achieving practitioners looking to make a difference in the world. Tifa is here to create a standards body in the worlds of wellness and consciousness and really self-work. And so if you're ready for that next up-level in your life, Make sure to make an appointment with me, Andy, and let's talk to see if perhaps you're a fit. How is listening to that for you? If you learned from or moved by the episode, pay it forward. Go to Apple now and leave a five-star review so others can benefit. Join the Institute for Aliveness for a one-week transformational fasting experience. Consider getting an astrology reading from Andy or enroll in the one-year health coach certification course. Whatever you do, don't let this learning pass you by. Do something now to impact your lifestyle for good.